Hey, so today we're going to talk about what Earl Nightingale calls the magic word and for good reason. This word is called attitude. We are going to discuss why it's so important. We're going to discuss how we can assess our own attitudes and how we can make sure that it aligns with the goals that we have for ourselves. Our attitudes are just a composite of our thoughts and our feelings and our actions. And we can break all of those down literally into their own podcast episode. But the important part here is to understand that it encloses all of that. And so all of that together, of course, will create your environment. And one quote Earl Nightingale said that I thought was really awesome was, our environment is just a reflection of our mental attitude. And if you don't like your environment, then you have to then change your mental attitude. The reason I really love this is because I really strive to stress the importance of us understanding that we are not victims. Our experiences, how we see things, how we decide to react to them, All of that is in our control. And the more that we can understand that, the more we can take power and then use that power to reach the goals that we have for ourselves to change our current circumstance. Because if the power belongs to someone or something outside of you, then you don't have the power to do that. So when we understand, well, damn, I'm here because of X, Y, Z, but I also can be there if I decide to. I just think that's the most powerful thing that we have in our favor as human beings. Okay, so if you've not done any work around your mental attitude, then it's likely a composite of the attitudes of those around you when you were growing up. You've likely taken on their thoughts, their feelings about certain things for the most part. But in this episode, we'll not only talk about what an attitude is. We'll also talk about how you can assess your own attitude and then five ways that I think can help you to actually change your attitude for the better. So understanding how important the attitude is or the attitude that we have towards ourselves, towards our environment, towards our situation, towards other people can help us to then understand the importance of it so that we can change it and or increase it. When you think about how you feel towards yourself, so are you very mean to yourself? Are you very self-critical? What is that inner voice that you have towards yourself about what you do, what you don't do, your accomplishments, your quote unquote failures, how you parent, how you are in relation, how you are at work? All of those things encompass your attitude towards yourself. And oftentimes, again, if we've not done the work intentionally, we usually have a negative attitude towards ourselves, which can never get us to create something positive from that. So it's important to take a moment and just think about how you talk to yourself, how you feel about the things you've done or not done, and how you handle those in regards to you interacting with yourself. The other way the attitude works is how we are towards our environment, our situation. Are we upset and also blaming, whether it be blaming ourselves or other people, or are we just neutral? This is it. This is where I am. Are we hopeful or do we feel like things are never going to get better? I'll never do this. I can't do that because of X, Y, Z. 
All of that matters because it dictates how you're going to show up in this world. And lastly, what is your attitude towards other people? Because our attitude towards other people creates their attitude towards us. And it's other people that help us to build the relationships that we need to make the the goals that we want, to reach the goals that we want, to build the business that we want, to build the village we want around our children. Like how you are towards other people will always create how they are towards you. And in regards to how, what is our attitude towards people, towards our environment, towards ourselves, the deeper question really is, what are your thoughts? Because your thoughts create your feelings, which then create the actions you take. So for example, if you have a neutral situation, so for instance, I've been a nurse almost 10 years. In those 10 years, of course, one would think, oh my God, she's had some horrible days, some horrible you know, nights, maybe wanting to quit. This is not for me. If you've had a conversation with a nurse before, then you know that things can get fucking crazy, right? However, it's my thought towards my career that creates those experiences for me. So people don't believe me when I say I've never had a horrible night. Not that I haven't had times where it's really difficult or I struggle or I'm busy, but I've never went home and like, oh my God, why am I a nurse? Or cried on my way home or just terrified of coming in. No shots against anyone who has had those situations, but I'm using that as an example to show that it's my thought around those everyday situations that has caused me to not really get stressed about being a nurse. In the entire almost 10 years I've been a nurse, it's not me, like I'm such an amazing person and I can handle this and that. It's the thoughts that I have around those situations. You can talk to someone about a circumstance, a very neutral circumstance, and each person you talk to can have a different thought about it. The whole point is their thought is what triggers that feeling about that. So if I think that, for example, nursing is the worst job ever, I'm going to have some negative feelings about being a nurse. Here's another example. I recently had a coaching call where I was really trying to figure out like, I can be very critical of my husband. I can be very mean in the way that I speak to him. And I don't like that because he's very kind. He's very loving, you know, all these things. And I don't want to show up like that to someone that I love. Help me. So we go through these questions and I had to create an example of what I'm talking about. And I'm like, okay, well, yesterday I was talking to him about something in the house that needed to be fixed and it had been waiting forever to be fixed. And we talked about, okay, here's a circumstance. Let's say light bulb not changed for three months. That's a very neutral circumstance, meaning that everyone can agree, you know, that on this date was when it needed to be changed. And we're at this date today and it's not changed. Very neutral. It's not my observation. It's not his observation. It's a fact. It's a circumstance. We attach our emotions to those circumstances from our thought. So When I thought of that circumstance, what I'm telling myself is he's being lazy or he doesn't care. It doesn't matter to him. So he doesn't do it. Like I have these thoughts when my coach was working with me on those thoughts. I'm like, okay, these are the thoughts that I have around it. 
Well, of course, that creates a feeling of anger or unheard. Um, I created a few different feelings from that, which caused me to have actions like saying something out the way, like being rude when I talk about it. But one thing I know about my husband is that he's very kind, loving, and does his best to do whatever it is I ask him to do. But I also know that he has a lot going on and he can be forgetful depending on what the task is. Well, when we work through that and I'm like, okay, let that be the thought I have. He's forgetful. If my thought was that he didn't do it on purpose, he's not forgetting on purpose, that he just literally forgot just an innocent thing, then my feeling would probably be understanding. My actions would be, how can I help you? How can we come up with a way for you to remember to do the small task around the house? Instead of, I'm tired of saying all these different things or it takes you forever to fix something. And like, you know, the way that I can go on these tangents. So that's another example of how our thoughts really dictate our feelings and actions, which encompasses our attitude. So I'll jump right into the five ways that I think can help us with our attitude. The first way I've already mentioned, know the power of thoughts. We have to understand that because when we understand the power of our thoughts, it'll lead us to my second tip. You will begin to assess your thoughts. If you know and understand the power of thought, you will then be able to monitor your thought. You will have the gumption, the want to monitor what it is that you're thinking on a daily basis. And I mean, monitor as in you are the observer. You're not the one thinking. Take yourself out of it and monitor as the observer. I have found that meditation has really helped. And when I meditate, I try, I use the insight timer. There's a calm app you can use as well, but I use the insight timer and I literally may do five or 10 minutes where I'm sitting. And when you sit and meditate, thoughts come. The point of it is not to judge those thoughts as good or bad, but to notice that thought and then let it go. I heard a really great example of how we can think about this. Imagine that you are sitting and you're on a cliff or um, in front of a beach, whatever is a really calm space for you. And you're just watching the sky and there's clouds going by and every cloud is a thought. So when you see those thoughts, i.e. clouds, you notice them and you let it keep going because we know that clouds just keep going. And that has really helped me in my meditation practice to let those thoughts go because they constantly come and come and come and come. And the point is just to notice and let it go. So when you observe your thoughts, you begin to feel the disconnect between you and your thought. Like every thought that comes in does not have to be you. You do not have to align with those thoughts. You have the power, as I've said in previous episodes, to accept or reject an idea. Because when we think we are our thoughts, we're unable to separate ourselves from those thoughts. So then it's very difficult for us to then understand that we can create the thought we want to have because there's always going to be thoughts that come to you whether it be the people around you what you're seeing on social media your own inner critic 
thoughts just come and you'll never have the power to prevent these thoughts from coming. But when you understand that those are not you, you can separate yourself and do the work to create more intentional thoughts. And this leads me to the third tip I have. Be intentional in your thoughts. If you don't know what thoughts you want to have, it's going to be very difficult, especially in the moment, to stop yourself and go back to that intentional thought. So, for example, with my husband, I want to have the thought that he's forgetful. He can be forgetful about X, Y, Z things. He's not doing this on purpose. You know, all these thoughts that I know are true. I want to have that thought about it. And so when I have those thoughts, that causes me to have a feeling of understanding, which then leads me to act in an understanding way, understandable way, (laughs) however you say that. So I'm being intentional with that thought. So when those thoughts that are part of my paradigm, like my experiences have created the thoughts that I have around him being forgetful my experiences, things I've seen, witnessing other people, and then sometimes just plain negativity are the thoughts that automatically come through. I can stop that. Think of my intentional thought that I want to have and just literally change the way I behave and the literal outcome of the entire situation. And you can use that with any circumstance. So in regards to, let's say a goal that you have for me, going to the gym three times a week, doing weightlifting, right? Going to the gym three times a week is a circumstance. It's neutral. Boom. My thought about that previously was it's too hard. I don't have the time. It doesn't matter anyway, because I don't eat healthy. Like I had all kinds of thoughts around that. And so those thoughts created feelings of plainly not wanting to go. Any words you can list under that, just not wanting to do it. And then I did not do it. So my intentional thoughts that I have created for myself is going to the gym three times a week. That's my neutral circumstance. The thought behind that for me that I have created in my mind, this is good for my body in regards to longevity. Not about weight loss, not about, you know, This is going to get me the shape I want because those things take a while. And I've learned that for me, it's not enough to sustain me to continue going to the gym. But when I realize this is just something I need to do to take care of my body so that later I can move and groove how I want to building muscle, protecting my bones, these like thoughts that are very true, I have created for myself and taken ownership of those for myself. It causes me to want to go to the gym. It takes the stress out of it for me. And I've actually looked forward to going to the gym since I have taken on. You may have a goal to meditate every day for five minutes, right? So the circumstance, five minute meditation daily. What is the thought that you want to have around that? That's going to make sure you show up for that every day. What And when we think of our thoughts, remember our thoughts create our actions and our feelings. And this is all creating the attitude we have towards people, places, things, situations, circumstances. And your attitude, remember, it drives the direction of your life. So if you have goals that you want to meet, you have things you want to do, you want to be a certain kind of person, 
You have to monitor your thoughts and be intentional on those thoughts so that you can have the attitude required to be that person, to achieve that goal, to show up that way. The fourth tip I've already kind of hit on, and that is when you're intentional of your thought, then in the moment of you having a thought that does not serve you, you can stop, flip the switch, and bring on that thought that you have intentionally created for yourself. You're having a thought that doesn't serve you. Instead of judging, instead of getting even more frustrated because of that, stop, breathe, bring in that intentional thought, flip the switch, and allow that to drive your actions. My fifth tip actually comes from Earl Nightingale, and he suggested to for 30 days straight from the time you wake up to the time you go to sleep resemble the attitude of the person it's very clear that in order to do something you must first be something so when we think about the person that we want to be we have to understand that that person is already here we're just not in vibration with that person yet but it comes from the doing. And that's why in previous episodes, I've talked about the power of having a goal and keeping it in your mind and repeating that to you. Because the more we align our mind, our actions, our thoughts, our feelings with the goal that we want, with the person we want to be, the more our brain cells literally change And find and create circumstances and places and people to get us where we want to be. And the more you say something, the more you get emotionally involved with an idea, the more it becomes true for you. So if you think about the person that you want to be, if you think I want to be a successful business owner that runs a Fortune 500 company, how would you wake up each morning? What would you do every day? What, how would you greet people? How would you speak to people? How would you handle conflict? If you think about, you want to have a great relationship with your kids. You want them to talk to you about everything. How would that mom show up for her children every day? How would you greet them in the morning? What types of things would you make time for? What conversations would you have? How would you react to negative situations that come up between you and them? How would you react to tantrums? How would you react when your team throws an attitude and is being disrespectful? Like think about that person, that mom, that business owner. If health is a goal for you and you want to meditate each day, how would that person show up? How would that person create a environment that allows you to be able to meditate each day? Where would you do it? How would you do it? What attitude would you have in regards to doing it? Positive relationships. How do you create positive relationships? It always starts with you. How are you talking to people? How are you reaching out to people? Do you even reach out to people? How do you handle conflict with other people? If you want to be more kind to yourself, if that's the kind of person you want to be that shows up for herself every day, that shows up and does the things that she says she would do. How would that woman go to sleep at night? What kinds of things would she do to prepare herself for the next day? As we think about all of this, we can see how powerful our attitude is and how there's no fucking way that we can be our higher selves, that we can achieve those goals we've had for ourselves, that we can be better mothers, better partners, uh, better daughters, 
better nieces, whatever. There's no way we can do that without changing our attitude. We have to intentionally create the attitude we want to have. And you can simply do that by monitoring your thoughts, creating intentional thoughts, and showing up every day as that woman you strive to be, that mother you know you can be. Literally decide for yourself what you want, create the picture and walk in that and it'll come to be because that's how it works. Like as we grow in our minds, our mental, physical, emotional world, we raise our vibration. And as we do that, we literally attract those things and situations that put us into that person that we know that we can be. So let's wrap it up. The five ways to changing your attitude and ensuring that it is in alignment with where you want to be is to understand the power of thoughts, monitor your thoughts, no judgment, monitor them so that you can begin to understand that you are not your thoughts and you get to choose those. You want to be clear on the thoughts that you want to have so that when you are given the opportunity to change your thoughts so that you can change the outcome of the current situation, you'll be able to do that. When you observe yourself having an attitude that doesn't reflect what you want, instead of judging yourself, make a decision in that moment to flip the switch and bring on that intentional thought so that you do resemble the attitude that's going to get you where you want to be. And lastly, listen to Nightingale's video, follow his instructions, and listen to that every day for as long as possible because the more we listen to something, Remember, learning is constant spaced repetition. When you read something, listen to something over and over again, each time you raise your vibration and you get to understand what's being said or read in a totally different way that you weren't able to do so before. That wraps up this week. I hope you found value. Please share with a mom friend, subscribe and leave a review this helps this podcast to get into the minds of those who need it most i would love to hear what you think about the episode find me on instagram and facebook at moms who achieve looking forward to chatting with you next week take care